0: All right, it's Jeff. I'm Jeff. I'm Joe, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I think we're right. This is the Sports and Media Podcast. This is show the show 37, Joe. 37, all right. We're getting there. So, uh, as we start talking about sports and media this week, I guess the, the two things that happened this week, that are the big things in sports is we saw the end of the NBA and the end of the NHL season. The Warriors and the Penguins, respectively, are the champs. Uh, and I think... Uh, it seemed to me the, the, the NHL was a lot more exciting than the NBA. I mean, really, the NBA was a blowout, 4-1 to one Warriors.
1: Um, it, it was, but... More people watch the NBA, though. Isn't that funny? And, and I watched some, too, because I saw a couple of games. I saw Game 6, yeah. which was a very exciting game, a one nothing yeah. game, for goodness sake. Scores, what, about a minute and a half left, two yeah. minutes left in the game. Hockey live, I think, is unparalleled for yep. this segment. It's non-stop. It's just amazing how quickly it is. And that game, every shot, every shot, you think about the overtime. <laughs> hockey, I think, is easily the most exciting. That said, most fans have difficulty following hockey on, 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 the, on the television, uh, even in the, in the arena. Yeah. And people don't know the players as well. And I think what hurts hockey is that they have somewhere from three to four lines going out. And so the oh, yeah. best players, Sidney Crosby's not out there for the whole time. He's there for about a minute and a half,
0: two minutes, and a pop, right? Oh, you're exactly right. It's tough, and and, and the interchange and all that. So uh, you know, uh, hockey was more exciting. NBA, you know, you can see the players. They don't have masks on. You get to, there's only five of them at a time, and you get to see the stars, and you're around the stars when, you know, when, when it comes to KD and Curry and and LeBron. So. Uh, it's it's funny now is like I was I'm already missing sports at night though if you're not a baseball fan there's there's no you know because right now baseball can be a little boring at night it's just a regular season game in the middle of June where you know, you just came off these emotional games with the uh, with the Penguins and the uh, Warriors cavs series so it's it's kind of a letdown right now
1: it, it is I've, I found the same thing too because I love baseball yeah. it's, my, it's my favorite sport but the event of the NBA Finals I love the NBA and. Even though it was four to one, I found that to be one of the more interesting finals. This is probably for me the more. The last couple of years have been really good. The last, you know, in all three of well, the you, Cavs and Warriors.
0: Yeah, when you get to know the team, it's kind of like the Celtics and the yes. Lakers in my heyday when I was, you know, twenty twenty five. Every it seemed like every year, the Celtics or the Lakers ready. Oh, it. You absolutely. Got to, you got to know those players. You you, you love that. You depending on how you felt, you you love Magic and you hated Larry or you hated Larry and love you know whatever love Magic. So it was an interesting time. I think the same way now. People are taking sides. Were you for the Cavs? Or for the Warriors, even if you're a Bulls or Pacers or whoever fan, you found yourself. I'm gonna root for this team, and uh, it did capture a little bit of it of the America. and, and the rivalries really help. Oh yeah,
1: because I'd love to see another Penguins Predators final. I mean, yeah. there are some real good rivalries in there, and it would build some interest in you know the Crosby and uh, and uh, Su- not Sugand, uh, uh, Subban, yeah, Subban, thank yeah. You. Um, see, I'm having trouble remembering, and I, I've read a lot about him. Whereas I can tell you the entire starting lineup for the the Warriors, including bench players, and it's just we know the players so much more. And I, and I just thought it's funny because I'm I'm reading everywhere, you're listening everywhere, and everybody's saying that was though an aesthetically appealing final. I mean, what the hell does that mean? You know, I, I, I know what it means, but. Why does every feel the need to say aesthetically pleasing? It... I
0: guess because Cleveland won game four to make it go five so they could win in Golden State and it, and Golden State really it was a close game until the fourth quarter, then they I guess that's what they're thinking. And then Golden State pulled away. And I mean I think Golden State was definitely the better team. LeBron might be the best overall player, but when you go one through eight on the Warriors are a lot better than one through, you know, eight on the on the Cavaliers without a doubt.
1: Yeah, and, and, and there were some there were some beautiful passes in that. Probably the best passing that I've seen since uh, several years ago when it was the Heat and Mavs. Remember when the Mavs beat Oh, the, Heat? the little, yeah, That, that was just fantastic passing. <laughs> it, was just, it was incredible how well that that Mavs team, um, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Spurs team got together. Yeah. The Spurs were just passing left and yeah. right and over and behind their backs and everything. And that Spurs team was it was just incredible. And they usually are pretty good. Yeah. Both, so the Golden State team is a lot like that. Exactly. Also, even the dunks, because sometimes dunks can be, eh, okay. But there are some... I hate to say because I'm not a big dunk fan, but some beautiful dunks, yeah. and then Andrew Igu- Iguodala and all these different players making these great shots, and it's just, it was a, it was aesthetically appealing. Yeah. I was just interested why that's the word that suddenly <laughs> yeah, is popping out everywhere.
0: Well, I think the other thing around here, I mean, you know, Peoria and Springfield were represented in Iguodala and Sean Livingston, so yes. Illinois kind of felt like they had somebody. Then Darren Williams was on the Cavaliers, so here in Illinois there was a little bit of that. You know, you kind of like those players. So you grew up watching them or being in him a little bit, uh, and I got to say one thing about Mark Andre Fleury, the, the goalie for the Penguins, yes. who's probably going to be let go. Yes, uh, he'll lo- actually they'll lose him in the expansion draft. I watched the interview with him today. You talk about if you want to, you want somebody that you want your kid to be is Mark Andre Fleury. This guy has won three championships in the last ten years for the Penguins. He knows he's done now in Pittsburgh because of the salary cap, and they've got a young hot goalie. But he handled everything with class. He said, it's Matt's team. I understand I got to leave. My heart's goal is going to be in Pittsburgh. I know this next chapter of my career, but I and he was almost in tears saying it, and that's the kind of guy you. I wish we would talk more about the Mark Andre flurries of the world instead of the Rick Pitino's of the world, if you know what I mean. Which leads right into our next story, Rick well, Pitino. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, I, and we can even talk about some of the other coaches there. But yeah, that's one of the things about sports is that. No sooner does someone win, than we start ripping into him. I mean, yeah. think about what happened. We had this horrible situation yesterday where Steve Scalise gets, gets shot uh, at, at practicing softball in, in Alexandria, yeah. Virginia, and everybody suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, oh, we have some some really vitriolic uh, language out there on you know in politics. Really, <laughs> really? <laughs> you just now got that? And, and and but you're also getting it in sports, and you see this on message boards and trolls and all the other things going on there. Why can't we celebrate these things? Why does it suddenly have to be? something negative about KD or suddenly you know if one thing was well Steve Kerr anybody could win with that team well tell that to Mark Jackson yeah <laughs> uh, and someone said oh you no know, Joe Torrey can't said, tell that to Buck Showalter you know these coaches let's celebrate what they have done let's
0: celebrate the yeah there's not even a window anymore of two days it's like within 12 <laughs> right. hours it's right. like can you repeat or who's going to re resign, who you're going to lose in the draft or anybody could win yeah just enjoy it I tell you what I'm a Penguins fan obviously people that have been tuning into this know I've just watched it and had fun. I'm sad a little bit today when I heard the marc Andre Fleury, uh, you know, interview just because personally, you know, he's such a great guy. Because you like the player. but I like him. But I'm not going to worry about where he goes, and I'll and I'll wish him luck wherever he goes. But yeah, I just it's just fun. I watched the replay of the parade last night, and I'm just sitting there watching the replay of a parade. And you talk about just watching guys have fun. There wasn't anybody worrying about what they're doing; they just had a blast. So yeah, let's celebrate sports instead of trying to, you know. You know, make it all difficult and make it you know unesthetic. Is that a word? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be. You know,
1: I, I also don't like maybe the unesthetic TMZ. Fair. I don't like the the TMZ TMZization of of, yeah. of sports. I really, you know, when people were covering Babe Ruth and other players in their twenties and thirties, they knew the the, the foibles and and the problems that these people had. But they, that wasn't the main focus. And it seems like now that is the main
0: focus. They all want to find a story. They all want to find something you know, bad or you know, a, 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 a different aversion to what's going on.
1: So. Absolutely. And if you're going to be a journalist, you know, and I know some people listen to this and want to be, you know, build up a, a relationship with them so people will tell you the story that yep. they're unwilling to tell everybody. Like, I, want to, I want to hear the stories that have been untold about Kevin Durant and yep. Steph Curry or Iguodala, or any of these other players. I don't need the hot take that anybody can just riff and yeah. and, and maybe even fabricate.
0: Well, and I like the fact that people were ripping on KD. The, the fact that they were ripping on Katie for going to Golden State. I want to say that's what America is. It's a free country, free marketplace. He had the right as a free agent to go where he wanted. Everybody in this room, everybody watching or listening, would have done the same thing if you if you had a chance to go somewhere where you had a good chance to win and you're going to get paid handsomely.
1: Who wouldn't go? And it also shows that these players don't care about the money only. No. Sure, everybody wants the money, but they 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 want to win. You know, you have right now Steph Curry could be getting I think he's he's online for maybe getting a five year, forty million a dollar a year contract. Apparently, he's not going to take that whole thing. Kevin Durant's not going to take the big—because they want their team. They have fun. And Kevin Durant went there because they want to win, right? Exactly.
0: That's what it's about. It's not always about money. You know, you can tell the guys that take the money at the end of the year contract. Kobe Bryant did it to his own Lakers. He took the $25 million a year, right. and that ate any chance up they could go get anybody else. He made, he made his money, and he— walked out as a, you know as as on a losing team as if he would have taken 10 to 12 million a year and he would have still been able to eat. <laughs> they could have went and, and got a couple made a couple hundred
1: million, I'm sure. Yeah. No, absolutely. And again, not to rip on him if he wants to go for the money. That's his job. That's fine. Uh,
0: but, but don't say I- you want to win.
1: <laughs> right, but but don't say that you think you're going to win there. But yeah. I I just don't like the negative. Uh, you know, it, it's it's bleeding into every part of our lives. You yeah. know, and, and again, if there's somebody does something terrible, sure report. If Tiger Woods gets arrested or something, sure a report on it. Well, I just guess. like we're, we want to because talk because it's
0: a public record. Yeah, yeah, it's just like today the Louisville sanctions came out against Coach Bettino. He's going to be banned uh, for five games. First five NCAA games, they're losing some practices and some scholarships. And there's a there's it's kind of weirdly worded of how they're going to have to make maybe uh, the, some games from 211 to 214 may be forfeited kind of I, I don't know for sure if all the games uh, NCAAs gonna have to be a little bit more clear on that but you know, you said that you uh, off, off mic before the show as the Louisville president thought the thought the well, it was too harsh I mean look what you did you bought pre- uh, call girls you know for your athletes there Your And obviously, your coach might have said he didn't know about it, but his assistant coach knew about it, and so he only got your head coach, who's one of the biggest names in in college basketball. Rick Pitino is only really getting a five game sanction for all that,
1: right? And and the president's, I think, one of the things is. I haven't, I haven't seen because it's just sort of breaking yeah. right now whether or not they're going to take one of their titles away. When, was yeah. it, 2011. Thirteen, one, the thirteenth. That's title. right, the thirteenth. And uh, and they were in a final four one of the other years, and the president says, you know, it's too harsh. Well, if you don't, want your title's taken away. Don't pay hookers, you know, yeah.
0: to to hang out with recruits. And know? then don't lie. That's,
1: that's not that's not even it shouldn't need, doesn't need to be in the
0: book. That's yeah. just common sense. Yeah, right? it's common sense. And then well, again, the lie is the second lies what always gets you when you lie about lying. You know, you're better off just you know following on the sword, as they say. Hey, we messed up, or my assistant coach messed up, and I, I, I and immediately reported. You know, I it's the it's the who's the pitcher for the Yankees that got in trouble, uh, pitched there forever, and he had the PED problem. He admitted he did Andy it. Andy Pettit. Andy Pettit. Thank you. And you know, he's not nearly thought of as bad as A. Rod and some of the other guys, Sosa, and McGuire, because they lied about it. Pettit did. Yeah, I got caught in his country way. I I shouldn't have done it. And he and, was really distraught yeah. because
1: he he, he thought. No, he thought, or maybe he yeah. thought, that he was
0: going to help him heal and not
1: necessarily get stronger. He was distraught. People actually have made fun of how distraught he was. Yeah. So he's actually sort of off the hook. Yeah. And something else is you know, our friend Brian Poulter, who teaches photojournalism here, yeah. is a big Wisconsin fan. This past week, they had some tickets. They're starting their season tickets out there, and their system went down. So, like you were saying and earlier, don't lie with it. Yeah. They did an ingenious thing on social media where they had bucky badger sitting there tapping his fingers you know waiting for the machine to come back up going you know just because everybody knew the tickets were there people were like oh i know things go down instead yeah. of going oh, we're sorry and some made up pr you know yeah. excuse have some fun with it exactly although i don't know how you fun with paying for hookers but, yeah, yeah, we're not gonna go there i, I uh. mean yeah, let's yeah. leave that alone. Let's
0: talk about the other big news that came out yesterday. The, the And uh, this is one I, I'm completely uninterested in this, but everybody is fascinated with it. So we have to touch about it. Touch on it is the McGregor-Mayweather fight has been set for August 26th. And they're each going to make hundreds of millions of dollars. And people are just going crazy on this about, oh, you know, I'm i going to watch it for sure. I want to buy the pay-per-view. And it's going to be the greatest fight ever. Or it's going to be a horrific fight. It's going to bring boxing down. Do you care? I mean, I
1: think this care. will be probably one of the greatest fights ever, ever um, fought on American soil. Um, just, just tremendous. I mean, you've got McGregor, who's never fought ever in his entire life, fighting against someone who's been a world champ. How could that not be a great fight? How could that not be a great fight? <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to go out there and maybe we can um, book something where I try to hit off, you know, uh, Kershaw or or try to pitch to yeah. Aaron Judge or something like that. I mean, it's, it's to that level. That's how great it is.
0: Okay. Joe's being facetious if you didn't know. <laughs> I just don't get the fascination with this, and I mean I don't like Mayweather, and I really don't like McGregor either. So I'm not a big boxing fan to, to start with. But to me, this is so uninteresting, But ESPN, Fox, Twitter is just alive with it today. People are you know talking about you know you know changing wedding plans and stuff so they can see this fight. I'm like, I'm going to do that. Okay, well Joe is. Joe will uh, do that. So uh,
1: <laughs> it's I, 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 and, I see
0: yours underdressed in me so. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm fascinated by the coverage, though. Because, yeah, the coverage know, is one This morning amazing. at First Take, they were going after it. Uh, uh, you heard it last night at Sports Center. I think what happened is the NBA and NHL finals ended, and we have baseball right now. If this were October, that wouldn't be getting much of any breaths it's, on any of these the, shows, right? Yeah, so really they
0: denounced the fight at a perfect time is what you're saying. Right. Because NBA and but NHL. But the fight's
1: or, not till you know, as I was listening to him, going, God, when is this fight? Is it this week? As much <laughs> as they're covering, August yeah. 26th. Yeah. So um, I guarantee that the, that the the commentary is going to go down as football starts rolling. Don't you think? Oh, I agree. Because who cares? I mean, yeah. this is a guy who's never, you know, this is a UFC fighter who's never boxed before against yep. one of the best lower-weight boxers in the last
0: couple of decades. Yep, you're exactly right. Um, other thoughts on your mind today on uh, the Sports Media Podcast?
1: You know, I was sort of playing off. I have thought a lot about the what happened to... Uh, uh, the House Minority Whips, Scalise and, Scalise,
0: yep. and
1: um, you know he's having his third surgery today and all these horrible things and you know those who have watched it you know thank God you had the Capitol cops that were in there that yeah. were there and otherwise we could have had just maybe six, ten you know, oh, it could have been even it could have been a, big, a gigantic tragedy right yeah um, but it, but it reminds me how we need to calm down with you sports too. You know, not just the vitriol that they have on the message boards or, or journalists trying to have a hot take there. Um, there's way too many parents that are screaming on the sidelines at their own kids or other kids. Um, and that we don't celebrate. You were talking about earlier about, you know, having suddenly go after someone real quick. You know, your team gets to the sections of some summer tournament or something like that. I, I coached softball for years yeah. and soccer. You know, you get to the final. Sometimes that isn't amazing. Why, why not celebrate that? instead of going, Well, you should have done better, you should have ripped on I mean I saw a, I saw a softball coach, they were trying to get my daughter to play and she was ten or eleven to play on this team and I saw him screaming at ten and twelve year olds, screaming at them. And I almost wanted to run on the field, you know, and, 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 and confront this guy. Which would have been worse. But I just thought, my God, you just don't do that to that. And and so we need to I think we need to step back, you know, in our political discourse and all the others, which it's fun, kind of interesting. The NFL Network, I think. I don't know if it's the NFL Network. I don't know if you we were anything. I just saw it before we came in here. They had a symposium for their celebrities trying to find out how to better use social media, and they were talking about things to do and not to do. And one of the things they said is avoid the political discourse on social media. I saw
0: where ESPN is real big on that right now. They're trying to talk, talk to all their announcers to just stay away from any you know comments, even if it seems to be funny, you know. But whatever it makes fun of, it's you're always going to agitate. The other side. It's. I remember uh, my, one of the guys who taught me more about radio than anybody I ever met. Is a guy, Larry Trimmer. Uh, and, and one day on the radio, I just happened to mention that I couldn't stand this one singer, and I can't remember who it is right now. And, I, and Bonnie Raitt was who it was. I, I didn't like Bonnie Raitt when I was younger. And What's I said, the matter with you? I'm an idiot. Bonnie Raitt. Yeah. But I was 21 and I didn't get this Bonnie isn't Raitt. This is Vanilla Ice. And, you know, this is Bonnie Raitt. And, and and I remember after the show, Larry was in town. He goes, Jeff. He goes, How many records have you ever sold? I'm like, What are you talking about? He goes, I'm it. And he goes, Bonnie Raitt sold millions of records. She has a fan base. So so when you're on the radio and you say you hate Bonnie Raitt, you automatically alienate the Bonnie Raitt fans. And we've taught our students here at Eastern Illinois the same thing is it's not about what Brady you vibes, like; yeah. it's 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 about what the the listeners like. You know, so when you play a Justin Bieber, Madonna, whoever, there's going to be fans that love her and hate hate him. But you just talk about the positivity, and then things will work out better for you than they go that. I'll never forget that lesson. That, that's that, a that that's got. a that's a
1: great lesson. Yeah. You know, you and that's why you know I, I hear people you know for sports writing it the same thing. I hate this over i don't like that have you met them why the hate here why do you hate i hear people talk about how much you know lebron James. i hate lebron why what has he personally done for you (laughs) And, and actually if you look at his background the things he does for his community and such
0: he seems to be a really pretty good. Uh, He's pretty a family great guy, a
1: community. Yeah. But even if you didn't, you don't know
0: him. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, You're, that was a great lesson. And right I think some talk. of it is you don't want to know them too. I've always heard so it's better off just saying you know you might you know you might not root for them is a better way to say it. I don't root for LeBron James instead of I hate LeBron James. Just think about how that sounds different, Joe. I no? don't
1: root for LeBron James i I'm not hearing a difference here. <laughs> <yet.
0: No. laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. yeah, absolutely. So, so just you know, I think maybe that maybe the lesson of the day is when you start to hate somebody on the opposite team, just say you don't root for them. You know, it's okay. You don't have to root for the other team, but you don't have to hate the other team, I think, is the better better lesson. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of hate out there. I mean, and and I think, you know, and and I think it's also because we have our teams. I'm on the red red or the Republican team. I'm on the Democrat team. I'm on the Warriors team. I'm on the Cavs team. So I can't like anybody. (laughs) Whatever happened about mutual respect after the games, you saw that, you know, LeBron went up to someone and talked on the field. They shake hands. That's what you do. Yeah, I mean, Crosby
0: and Subban, you know, hugged. I mean, you kind of, you just wonder if they're still mad, but it's over and they shook and move on. Heat of the moment, you respect your opponent at the end of the day, and, uh, and you go on. On that same note, the big story out right now is immediately after the Warriors and Penguins win, all the players get asked this question Are you going to visit the White House? And that becomes now the media's new question to ask these athletes in the heat of the moment uh, or after the moment, having fun. And I think the athletes are going to really start to be careful about this because a lot of them immediately will say, No. Um, because they don't want to go see Donald Trump or whatever. I think they're, you're going to see more and more people say, I don't know, we're going to talk about it. Or you know, I'm not worried about it right now. And I think what the Penguins have done is a real good job. They've said, hey, they're going to respect the position, and, and they as a team are going to go. If somebody chooses not to go, they're not going to worry about it. I think we as the media, we worry about it. And you know, Steph Curry and Durant kind of immediately said they didn't think they were going to go. Now they're kind of hedging their bets a little bit, and, 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 we're, and we're going to see. But it's not really that big a deal. you're going to see the president he gives you give him a jersey and you celebrate your championship go back to what you said earlier celebrate the championship respect the position if you don't like the person you know that's what it's about right respecting the position and it's an honor whether you like the president whoever is the presiding president it doesn't matter you respect the position and you enjoy your day and say i got to go to the white house
1: yeah, I don't know what I would do to tell you the truth. In, in some situations, there, I th- because I agree with you, I th- like we've been talking about, you need to respect the position. So, if you're invited to the White House by and large, we remember we talked about Roy, yeah. was it uh, wasn't it Rory McIlroy was playing with Donald Trump and people yeah. gave him hell over that, which is like the president asked you to play golf. I don't care who it is, you know, you know people know me know I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Donald Trump but I by respect the presidency if he calls me up and says hey Joe you want to play some golf I'll go sure yeah I mean I, I, I would do it it's so. fine but it, but, but also, don't you also respect you know if the Warriors don't want to play I think you were saying if they don't want to go and the team doesn't want to go don't, don't get it. Yeah, fair
0: enough just say we we respectively decline and move on and and the media at that point I think as we have the responsibility to say accept it and go on to the, to the bigger and better story we're getting close to the end. Uh, anything else on your uh, list, Joe?
1: I thought, you know, something to celebrate, sort of, is uh, Phil Mickelson, U.S. Open started this morning. He pulls out because his daughter um, is gra- graduated last night and he couldn't get, I think, I was or, tonight, or tonight, maybe it was tonight. He couldn't get to the U.S. Open, so he pulls out because he'd rather see his daughter graduate from high school in Arizona. And I heard people yelling, you know, on TV going, well, he shouldn't pull out or Come on, he's got enough pull. He couldn't he give some money to this high school and get them so that they don't have to graduate. Come on, you can contribute to this really? You're gonna throw the weight around? How about this? His daughter graduates, that's more
0: important in his life than another US Open title. I, I agree. I mean, and the guy doesn't have anything to prove on the on the golf course anymore. He's won enough tournaments, he's been to enough that it doesn't matter. Now if it, you know a young and uping a young and upping a young and upcoming, upcoming. Uh, a golfer, it might make a different decision. But Phil Mickelson and he's a superstar in the in the sport. I recommend him for it. you know his daughter's only gonna graduate from that school once. He can play in the US open in the next five, six years, depending on his health, maybe even longer, correct? So I got you good job, Phil Mickelson. And I am not a golf fan, but I respect what he did and I respect this give sport. me time. I'll get you I'll get you a <laughs> let Let's go That's play. gonna be a tough We'll play sell this joke.
1: weekend. How's that? <laughs>
0: uh that's about all I have other than I do want to say something about this Yankees Aaron Judge. What a young and upcom, up and coming. I can't say that word today. Superstar that I th- within the New York uh, media market. I think the Yankees have, have got the the new face of baseball right now.
1: They do, and I'll tell you what. If Gary Sanchez had not been hurt the first month, we'd almost be talking about him. Because remember last year he had oh, 20 yeah. homers in about 40 or 60 games. But still, you're right. Aaron Judge, six foot seven. He he can dive. He can slide. At one point last week, he led home runs. RBI's, batting average, which is the triple crown, yep. and on-base percentage, and slugging percentage, and runs scored, and and he does it really calmly. He, he kind of yeah. He's a very classy kid. That's what like. I was
0: gonna say. He's like a bigger version of Derek Jeter. Knock on wood yes, right now for absolutely. him. Uh, bigger and stronger. So uh, you know, and again, one of those like Yankees, you either hate him or love him kind of thing. As we talk about the, the the topic of today's sports, and I'm not a big Yankees fan, but I tell you what, this guy I do like. And I like the yep. way he plays the game. I like Sanchez, and I like the center fielder too, the young the Aaron, other, Hicks. Aaron Hicks. So the Yankees are one of those teams I think are going to be, be reckoned with in the years to come. I still, we're going to see it here soon. One of these years, it's going to be Yankees Cubs in the World Series, and it'll be the highest rated World Series in history. Oh, that would be just absolutely <laughs>
1: incredible. Either that, or you know, Boston Cubs or something like that. Yep. But yeah, well, the Yankees have retooled. I thought
0: you know, you think be, it was going to take a while? But I man, thought they're right back.
1: Yes, yeah, suddenly they have Hicks, who the last year couldn't hit much at all, yeah. and, and no one expected that. Yep. And Sanchez. And Judge, and they got a kid Claybar Torres, and then Didi Gregorius, is, and yeah. Sterling
0: Castro is, is hitting the Torres Severino, also, but, yeah. Jeff yeah.
1: Montgomery. They've got, yeah, they're loaded. I'm, although on the other hand, you talked about real quick. I know we have to go. Is that um, the Cubs? I can't. You know, they're they're really struggling, but they're young kids, and they're going to come through. Yeah. I can't imagine they're not going to be in the hunt at the
0: end. And they're only still the a game out. And you know, Madden's tinkering with the lineup, and he's going to figure it out. Yeah. And they're going to make a trade for another pitcher here before All Star break. And again, the Cubs are going to be in the playoffs. And you know, at that with that team and that pitching staff and those hitters. They'll be right there. Schwarber's starting to warm up a little bit, as is Rizzo. So,
1: <laughs> Did you see Rizzo hit two home yeah. runs? Yeah. He goes, I'm the greatest His leadoff hitter ever. If that came
0: from anybody else, it would, it would be bluster. But yeah. for
1: him, you just sort of smile because he's got that Boy Scout yeah. grin when he's saying it. Just a good kid. As a Braves
0: fan, I am rooting for a Cubs-Yankees World Series this year just for the fact it'll be fun to watch. Oh, me too. Yeah. Although, I
1: don't think I, I'd have to sell my house to get a ticket. <laughs>
0: right, watch it on TV. It's better. You can relax. <laughs> right. All right. Well, that's it for this week. I'm Jeff. I'm Joe. Have a great week, everyone. This is the Sports and Media Show.